Hello everyone, this is Gemma, just um, wanting to let you know about this upcoming podcast that you're about to listen to, that Taylor and I recorded it way back when, on February 13th, um, and we're only just getting around to releasing it, so um, <laughs> this is before the world um, changed, and um, not necessarily in the same spot that we all were then, but um, just... Um, yeah, hoping and praying and knowing that <laughs> it's still going to be relevant and have some fun stuff for you to listen to. So, um, yeah, enjoy. Wait, do I need to, like, how, how loud do I need to talk? I think this is good. That's okay, why I started just like it. a normal, okay, this is well, Hi, Alex. Hi, Alex. How's it going? Okay, break. Break. Okay, hi guys. Hello. <laughs> Welcome to IRL. In real life. What, yeah. Three, four with Taylor Knutson. That's how, how you say my last name in case yes, anyone was wondering. It's Knutson. <laughs> Knutson? Yes. Not, what, what's the most common? Uh, Nutson, I think, or Knutson. Knutson. I guess that kind of makes sense. Yeah. Okay, supposed to be silent. I guess people know that I'm different. Language. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Nope, the Knutsons. Yes. Yeah, so this is Taylor. And, Hello. Um, I'm nervous. Yeah. <laughs> this is so fun. Um, that's what, okay, so this is like brief recap on my experience so far with the podcast. I've loved that in getting to record the past couple two, I'll like sit down and talk with my friends Hunter or Gabby, and then later on I'll talk with other people about the podcast, and they're like, holy cow, I had no idea this and this and this about Gabby or about Hunter. And I'm like, exactly. I can introduce you to my friends and the, like the whole community, like getting to a different level. So that's been pretty cool. Don't but, have high expectations. Oh my folks. gosh. <laughs> Whatever. Great depth. Just an average lad over here. <laughs> More than average. Oh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> so what's on your heart, Taylor? Well, when Gemma and I were just kind of talking about doing a podcast episode, we both had um, read John Mark's new book, The The Ruthless Elimination of Hurry, Mm -hmm. and I just kind of felt like this whole school year has been probably like one of like the least hurried times of my life and just how that's really changed just Uh my perspective on a lot of different things and just changed my perspective of like even God and just what it means to be happy and all of that. Mm -hmm. So just like talking through that and trying to unpack it a little bit more. And this isn't like obviously going to be like working through the whole entire book just because, I mean, it's actually been a while since I've read the book. Well, and you read the book after you started the season, right? Yeah, exactly. So it was kind of more just affirmation, I feel like, and what I was doing. Putting words to it. Yes, exactly. And just like all the things I was feeling, but just putting those words to it and just... I think with the way that John Mark talks, it's just like it talks more in spiritual terms and all of that jazz for it, like putting it in perspective, I guess. Right, right. So you, but you had started the season and then read it. And what were like a couple of things that stuck out to you the most about like, or like what were a couple of things that even you had been processing through beforehand, but then the book like put words to it specifically, like. Okay. Yeah. So, well, I think the overarching concept just of the book and all of just the season of life has just been how like hurry is like the, the like direct enemy pretty much mm. of just spirituality and how hurry just kills spirituality. Mm. And um, I think like our culture has kind of moved towards 
an obsession with busy culture and mm. just I think people are starting to now get their feet on the ground over right. like how like it much it impacts us just as people but you, that was, you feel like it's like we're shifting to adjust and- I do think we are I think we're becoming in kind of a cultural moment where we're like starting to become aware of it I think mm-hmm. that busy because part of busy culture is that it's just super addictive and so I think mm-hmm. that like we still have a lot of I don't know a lot of What's the word? Uh, room to grow. Room to grow. Sure, <laughs> let's do that. Yeah, I think we have a lot of like room to grow as far as just on right. on hurrying our lives and everything. And so many people, you kind of get into a rhythm of being super busy, and that's just your purpose, and that's everything that you know, and you don't know how to slow down because everything on your plate seems like so right. important. Right. When you're busy, you're like, I have to be at every single little thing, which I mean, honestly, it's not a reality, right. but that is like the narrative that we're telling ourselves. And so just like unpacking that. And I think that the book did a really good job of unpacking that. And just like, like when someone says I'm too busy for this, or I can't show up to this, or they are experiencing burnout, they don't realize that like most of the things in your schedule need to be probably reworked, like due to your priorities and how Mm. priorities need to shift sometimes. And that really no one is too busy for stuff. It's all about priorities, you know? Yeah. Priorities is big. I've been thinking through that. Yeah. Yeah, in terms of what you say you can do and can't do. and like It's like, what? well. Like, <laughs> but well. it is true. Cause it's funny, though, because, like, even being a part of the community and stuff, right, with real life or yeah. just any community, yeah. it's, like, the same time as, like, we're trying to teach people to say no mm-hmm. to stuff. But then they're like, what? Yeah. Especially <laughs> you know, from Gemma. I mean, Gemma is such a people person where she wants everyone to be at everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so how do you – and then, like, learning to – oh, it's just so much about perspective, too, and – yeah yeah but the priorities is a big deal yeah well and I think that's where it's just like understanding the power of your no and where mm-hmm. to use your no is huge mm-hmm. and not being afraid to the say superpower. no and the superpower <laughs> really no. no has a superpower <laughs> Pull out the no. um yeah. Huh. yeah yeah what do you feel like for you have been a couple priorities that maybe like that you've shifted and like what priorities yeah. need to shift for you or like what are some like ones that you realize are really high that maybe that you didn't want or just like what are yeah priorities? just like how like I've shifted my priorities mm-hmm. and everything mm-hmm. I think a huge like priority shift I've had is like becoming a friend to myself and mm-hmm. realizing that like time that you're spending investing in yourself is should be treated the same as like meeting up with a friend. Like, okay, I have an hour in my day mm-hmm. scheduled to do something that makes me really happy. I should honor that commitment to myself. Like I would honor that commitment to a friend. Mm-hmm. Um, and that I think even just benefits your relationship with the Lord. And I think one of the other main points I kind of got away from the book and just with my life in general is like, God wants us to be happy and wants us to be full individuals, healthy and full mm. individuals. And that's not to be, it was easy to kind of cross that with just being lazy. And I don't think that that's the direction we should move in. But right. I do think that there is something to be said, like even from an outsider's perspective, if you're looking at someone who is just really happy and is full mm. of a lot of joy and it seems like they are really happy with themselves and really confident, mm. I feel like that's actually a really good way to show Jesus because I think mm. that that is Jesus's heart. Like right. we, he wants all of us mm. to be happy with how he created us. Mm. And so I think a huge part of that is just like honoring those commitments to yourself and like spending that time doing things that like God like has created you to be mm. passionate about. You yeah. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. 
And providing your space for that. Too. Yeah, providing that space. And, like, making that, like, a set thing in your right. schedule. So, recognizing what even, like, specifically. And for you, mm. priority has been, like, like, I want, I need, I need the time with me in, like, yeah. the introvert space. But yeah. other people could be, like, I need <laughs> to stretch this muscle and do this. Or yeah. Like make space It for is this. different for everyone. Mm-hmm. And I think that's really special and cool mm-hmm. that it is different for everyone. Mm-hmm. And, honestly, it's just hard because... People do have different things that they have to do. And I think mm-hmm. right now I'm in the capacity where I have a little bit more time to be like, oh, no, I'm allocating this time. But I think regardless, you should have time to rest in mm-hmm. like a restful way that like feeds your soul. And that should be something that like comes pretty high at the priority list, even if it is like for like a half an hour at night or right. something like that. And I feel like everyone at least could afford like a half an hour in their right. day. You know what I mean? It doesn't have to be like a huge thing. Right. Right. Where you can just like turn off a little bit. Yeah. In a lot of ways. Yeah. 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 Well, and it's funny because in this season, I or like in a college life, like it's pretty cool that you've had the space especially living in the co-ops and being a part of communities and stuff to like even this year be like I'm setting up all of these boundaries and stuff and like growing Mm -hmm. and thriving in that but it's crazy because like I was wrestling through this at the beginning of the year and we've talked about it before but like the the balance of rest and stuff but it's funny because for a college student it feels like success is being crazy busy yeah (laughs) so you're like I don't know well your feeling? identity is right. In it. Yeah. yeah, I mean, and same for me. Right. Yeah, and the things you're doing and the people you're around and like, so that's been a big paradigm shift. And I still don't know exactly where I'm at with that. But well, I think like for me, something I kind of felt like the Lord like put on my heart was like, you are not defined by what you do. You're mm. defined by how you love people. Mm. And so I don't. If you're really overly busy, I mean, at least for me, like I have like. A crazy amount of anxiety and so if I'm super busy and I've seen this in my life like if I'm super super busy and constantly running for things like it just is literally terrible for my anxiety yeah. like I just turn into an anxious wreck which I already am an anxious wreck <laughs> half the time of my life uh, <laughs> um but uh being that anxious person and that anxious presence does not allow me to love people well. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's where it's like when people become so obsessed with they, what they do, they kind of miss the whole mark of how you mm-hmm. love people. And it's like if you're so busy so you can't like fit people into your schedule and you can't show up for people, mm-hmm. it's like, well, what is our purpose here, you know? Mm-hmm. I thought that too. Or yeah. like been thinking through that too. Especially with meeting with people and like yeah. watching people. Like it's even – Comes down to, I mean, there's the differences, obviously, I think, in, like, tears and, like, who, like, you can expect to be your friends. Or totally, whatever, totally, But in yeah. terms of, like, watching people who are super, super cool and, like, ahead super of me. Super like, cool. I just really want to spend time with Gemma, you. Gemma, I'm <laughs> so cool. I, I will spend time with you. Yes. Oh. Great. Love it. <laughs> All I ever wanted. Um, but in terms of, like, in seeing people who have so much that they don't have the capacity to meet with another person. Yeah. Or whatever it might be. Yeah. It's like, it's like I'll schedule you in four weeks <laughs> at 5 a.m. Like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, uh, the, can you imagine? Uh, but yeah. No, that's like, a reality for some people. Yeah. yeah. But, and so, it's like, uh, but at the same time, for them to be available, then that would mean... That they'd have to say no to other like it's yeah like, sure. it's an interesting when you're a hot commodity you know? it's, it's <laughs> 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 kind of um, no okay let's reel it back let's reel it back 
<laughs> I lost it. Um, yeah, so I don't know. It's just an interesting... It's like, how do you do the balance and, like, make time for the things you... But it's, like, about actively seeking the balance versus actively yeah. seeking the next thing. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, definitely. And the space in the moment. And the yeah. Taking that. Yeah. Yeah. And it is... Being disciplined. Yeah. That's it's huge. all about discipline in it. That's huge. And discipline in your rest and discipline mm-hmm. in your yeses and your noes. Like, yeah. 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 And or even, like... I've been finding recently, too, with more free time and stuff in pursuit of disciplines. Even with prayer and fasting, like, that was really cool. Mm-hmm. Like, exercise a newer discipline with fasting and even prayer and worship and stuff. To recognize that, like, once you start developing a couple disciplines, the other ones start to become... More really, second nature. Yeah, which yeah. is, like, pretty yeah. cool. Mm-hmm. But it takes a lot to get the first couple. Yeah. And for, like, life change and stuff. But Yeah, totally. You said that you liked how in the book... It was like it. It made this whole concept of adjusting your lifestyle more. Mm-hmm. Like, I haven't finished the book, so I haven't yeah. gotten there yet. Maybe yeah, to yeah. like the hands-on. But how are so? I, were there any like hands-on, like practical applications that you walked away with? Like, holy cow, <laughs> or hands-on practical application. Um. Well, I think. As far as hands down, the first one that comes to mind, and I would probably need to think this through a little bit more, mm-hmm. but there's a section, and you probably, it's actually, I think, towards the beginning, mm-hmm. that talks a little bit about, like, back in biblical times, how much shorter days used oh, to be, because yeah. they literally, mm-hmm. when the sun went down, they slept. Like, right. there was no life or anything. Their average, what, average night was 11 hours of sleep or something. Yeah. Which, what? Right? <laughs> literally, my life be like these days. No, um... <laughs> But that's huge. I mean, like, right. giving your body rest, like, in busy culture, I feel like it kind of, oh, sometimes it kind of comes down to, like, oh, I only slept for three hours last night because I got home so late and I had to do all this homework. Right. And then I had to be up really early for my class at my 8 a.m. or whatever. And it's, like, honestly, all this, like, kind of, like, flex, which, honestly, I've been there. Like, it's fine. <laughs> I'm not calling anyone out here. <laughs> but, <laughs> like... God, we are not God because we need like that rest at night. And I think kind of coming back down to the root of that and being like like, taking care of your body is huge. Mm -hmm. And I think that's huge as a believer. Like we have, I think Mm -hmm. an obligation to take care of our earthly bodies. I mean, obviously like that's not number one, but Mm -hmm. also kind of comes back down to the fact that like to be a healthy and happy functioning, like follower of Jesus I feel like getting enough sleep at night and just being able to be like, okay, like I am going to bed and I'm going to be disciplined throughout the day so I can go to bed at a, de- a decent hour is like a huge way to even like practice a spiritual discipline because that was one that like, we have dogs with us that are oh, yeah. <laughs> um, They're very cute. <laughs> They're cute. They're very cute. Um, but like... That is a spiritual discipline, but it's also, like, a very, very right. practical... Like, oh, everyone yeah. that's not even a believer can still practice that dis- discipline. And so, I think feel. that it kind of, like... Mm-hmm. What you're talking about of uh, exercising those, like, muscles, like, those spiritual right. disciplines. Like, that is a huge one because that benefits you in so many aspects right. of life. It's right. just, like, literally getting right. more sleep. Well, <laughs> and I dare you to go a week with getting eight or nine hours I do it every week now. And then... <laughs> not you, them. I'm talking to them. <laughs> we dare you. <laughs> Triple dog dare. No, just to challenge you to do that, because once you start getting a good amount of sleep, it it's, different. Really, it's, really, <laughs> it's really hard to go back. It really is, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, and especially in Oregon, okay, with our winters and stuff, mm-hmm. like, 
we already have to battle so much grogginess throughout the day yeah, and just feeling like year. constantly half asleep because it's gray 24 7 and so yeah. just allowing yourself to get that sleep i feel like also just i mean yeah it really helps you combat the winters at least it's so true. yeah true. I'm trying to think of other um maybe we take a little pause so i can think for a second <laughs> okay wait let me think in the book and just a huge perspective changer is like the amount we use our phones oh, yeah. like let's just talk about that for five seconds <laughs> i feel bad honestly mm-hmm. because i am a lot less busy and this has probably been like i said the most relaxed like period of my life i've had but i spend so much more time on my phone because of it really yeah oh, it's sense. dumb tiktok is, like, <laughs> it's not good nice exchange of yeah emails. Yeah. That is interesting. But just the statistics um, in the book that they talked about and, like, how our attention span is so, like, affected by our phones. Like, I've noticed when I'm, like, watching a movie, if I'm, like, bored for five seconds, I'll literally just, like, open Instagram or something like that. Like, that's, like, super sad. I don't know. And then if we want to, like, bring it back around to, like, you know, spirituality and Christianity and all of that, like... It kind of makes sense to why, like, we have such a hard time, like, being yeah. disciplined and, like, reading our Bibles and yeah. all that. Yeah, for real. Especially yeah. Especially if it's not super interesting off the cuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah like, no, totally. Yeah, that's real. But then, like, I don't... I was, it's interesting because he'll talk about it, or he talks about it a lot in the book. And I, like, I get that. And there's a lot. And it's basically just saying that we're all addicted, which we are. But mm-hmm. it's so hard for me, too, because, like, you're addicted. Like, what do you... How do you... It's not like you can... And become a di- I don't know like how do you and so how do you healthfully like set boundaries or like I pursue think a healthy relationship with your phone? pursue <laughs> pursue <laughs> pursue a healthy relationship with your phone if you can't pursue other healthy relationships at least pursue one with your phone <laughs> um no well something I do and I I'm definitely not like the most prime example of this but like a lot of the times I will in the morning delete Instagram off my phone For and then yeah i mean it takes five seconds to re-download it so at the end of the day if you really want to like scroll on your instagram you can like re-download it right but just having that extra step in between or if you really like i will go weeks all the time honestly every other month i'll just delete instagram off my phone and i'll only go on it in safari uh-huh. and doing that and providing like two or three extra steps to get to it like instagram or whatever it is it could be right. twitter it could right. be like you know facebook whatever um but providing those, like, extra steps and extra hurdles that you have to jump through to get on it, like, you would be surprised how, like, few, like, how much t- less time you'll spend right. on it. Well, and I even thought, I remember, because you've been doing that for, like, years. Of, yeah. Like, deleting and not deleting. And at first, it's funny, at least from my perspective, if I were to do that, I'd feel like I'd failed because I'd be re-downloading it in a few months. Whereas, it's like, what is my end goal to, like, delete it forever? Yeah. But not exactly. And it's funny because, like, I think even the practice of giving your mind a break from yeah, it for a little totally. while better than anything else but and if you implement it if you spend a week or two off of it or just not on like directly on your phone you will like 
really see a decrease in usage when you redownload it because you're just out of that habit of it. It's so right. much of it is habitual. Right. And so I think even with deleting it where you're saying like end goal isn't delete it, to delete it forever, but just get, breaking those patterns and giving right. your brain. But not feeling like it's a failure for redownloading yeah. it and getting yeah. hooked again. <laughs> yeah. 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 Pretty interesting. Which is kind of interesting because it kind of, I feel like almost segues into like an aspect of busyness with like commitment and all of that like I think somewhat people need to kind of take the pressure off of themselves to feel like everything is like do or die hmm. um so it's like what you're saying oh, it's yeah, like that failure where it's like it's not success or failure. Yeah, yeah we're young and we're in some of the most just like interchangeable years of our lives and so it's like okay to experiment with like different things and different practices and like <laughs> don't do drugs <laughs> Going no okay no 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. but like no yeah you know what i'm saying practices. yeah just like in different like habits and yeah. like if in the spiritual disciplines like finding what works for you and if something doesn't work like not being ashamed of that and just being like okay i'm like pivot, different methods I'm of silence solitude, yeah. right like some people get away to the woods and others mm-hmm. are not a woodsy type <laughs> yeah yeah it's like not just mm-hmm. like getting away from like that one brand standard yeah one brand of christianity be yourself right? <laughs> i don't know authentic living <laughs> back to identity I, well it all comes back to identity uh yeah no that's pretty cool mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah any last thoughts at all we're getting close to our uh, i've been told to keep it at 25 oh wait we're shut up we're not we're, we're at 20, 20 wait what mm-hmm. that was so quick i know conversation man Okay, well, Gemma, let me ask you a question. Um, oh, I have one last question to end. It okay, yeah, ask but me a question. I, do you want? I can ask me it. Then, yeah. Okay, and then you're okay. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds great. Oh, uh, so how do you hear God? How do you hear His voice? This is hard because it's I, a hard question. Um, I'm just gonna put myself out there for like a second and be hashtag vulnerable. I really like struggle because as a person, I feel like I very strongly hear the Lord's voice. But then through that, I feel like I missed the mark a lot. Mm. And so for me, I think I definitely know when the Lord's telling me no on something. I just like have like a very, very at peace gut feeling when it's like I know something's a no. Mm. But I think for me, as far as like yeses in life and all of that, uh, I'll hear something from God. But then I question when I hear something like from God so much that... I'll constantly ask him for confirmation and I ask him for confirmation. And it's like, I, I feel like, I mean, obviously I can't irritate God, but it's like (laughs) with how much I question Mm. me hearing his voice, I feel like it kind of creates like this like barrier and I just Mm. don't trust myself to hear the Lord's voice. But something I've noticed a lot, we were actually talking about this in my care small group is that a lot of the times when I hear the Lord's voice, I'll like hear him like speak something. But a lot of the times someone else will say what I felt like the Lord was speaking over me, will say it to me or say it around me. And then just that confirmation from like, okay, the Lord was speaking that to someone else. And I I didn't even have to say anything about Mm. it for that confirmation. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you're like, oh, whoa. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I felt that. Does that happen pretty consistently? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, that's Yeah, I would say that pretty, pretty consistently. I would say, and that's like the most... 
like solid way that I feel super confident because mm-hmm. otherwise when it's like just internal and I'm me trying to discern the Lord's voice mm-hmm. it's like I mean I knows I can discern but like as far as like yeses and in like prayer requests or whatever mm-hmm. like very very hard for me to discern but like there is other areas where I feel like it's pretty easy for me to discern right. so it's just kind of like give right. and take in all of yeah. those mm-hmm. well I even like even hearing from the other people requires you to be like paying attention and, yeah like, right which is like yeah, another. It's pretty sweet. Yeah. And it's also, like, hard because I think different seasons, definitely, like, you hear from the Lord in different ways. And then, like, certain seasons, you just feel like you're not hearing from the Lord. And mm-hmm. kind of just, like, learning how to see the Lord, like, moving through things mm-hmm. even when you're, like, not totally sure. And just, like, kind of almost giving the Lord the benefit of the doubt in your life. Mm-hmm. And, like, totally. Faith, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Well, and, like, he could be speaking in different ways. And you're like... Yeah. Well, like, I mean, I've told you, like, I'm like, oh, this could be a God thing, but just, like, accepting that it is a God thing, you know, when something happens, or it's like, you know what, maybe his hand was directly in this, or maybe his hand was, but, like, it's something good in my life, or something that, like, taught me a lot. Mm -hmm. The Lord, just, like, giving the Lord the benefit of the doubt that he did do something to orchestrate that, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, give him the praise words. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. 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 Yeah, that's pretty sweet. Mm-hmm. I like it. Um, my question to you, Gemma, okay, to ready. finish it I up. Think. How do you feel like you're doing busy, like busyness and the balance of busyness and all yeah. of that right now? Especially because you just like graduated and stuff. Yeah, I just finished. I um, <laughs> all over the place because I've been a lot less busy. Well, actually, I don't know if I can say that. I've been a bit less busy in the sense of like what I've been used to, but I found myself since the term has started, filling my schedule almost to the level that it was mm-hmm. before. No, it's crazy. She's yeah. busier than I am. Like, <laughs> Yeah, I also just put, I showed her my Google Calendar, and I, like, put everything in my Google Calendar. It's like my brain. And, um... It's true. <laughs> I'm more organized. Yeah. <laughs> but, um... No, it's been busy, but it's been a lot less, like, structured busy, mm-hmm. so it's, like, been pretty fun for the most part, yeah. but also I'll find it overwhelming me at different points. Because for me, when I get, like, I get overwhelmed and stressed when all of a sudden I, like, hit a point where I feel like I can't plan anything else because my schedule's too full anyways. And so I hate having to say no to things, but yeah. if I, my schedule's too full, to like, do things. And then also, like, get stressed when I feel like my freedom is being infringed upon. So if I don't have my free Same. space, yeah. Same. And so I've hit that point even just this week, but the past couple of weeks. And, like, especially because I realized <laughs> that I, like... I thought that I was done with school and I had a lot more time, but I just realized that I basically have a full-time job. Or I do, mm-hmm. hours-wise, with mm-hmm. between interning for real life and I work at the Hilton. I'm a waitress. And so, and then restructuring my schedule in my week to being disciplined with what I do have. Because before, yeah. I think I was just kind of going at it with, like, I have all these, like, free blocks of time and it's so awesome. Like, I can do what I want. And, like, I've gotten back into reading for fun and, like, all kinds of stuff. But mm-hmm. it has been interesting because it's one learning how to do a really wishy-washy schedule with real life stuff just because it's like it's touch and go it's all different kinds of things and it's all over the place for the most part and then even with the Hilton and stuff too which is completely different kinds of work but yeah it's interesting we didn't even I mean we don't really have time but we didn't even like touch on the topic of like people pleasers versus like Um, non-people pleasers yeah because like that's a huge perspective yeah because when you were talking even compared to what i'm because i will always fit people in yeah that's why i get busy because i want to do all the fun stuff but then i'm like learning more about i'm just like no 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 no. (laughs) you can't say no i can't say no (laughs) 
Yeah. Yeah. A part two. Yeah. <laughs> to be continued. Just, I know you guys want me back. Yeah, we will. <laughs> Send in your requests. Yeah. DM right. Gemma at Gemma. Wait, what, Gemma Shea. What's your Instagram at, handle? At Gemma Shea. At Gemma Shea. DM her. Tell her you want Tay Tay back on the pod. Okay. Thank you. Love you guys. If you have any questions or any thoughts or hit us up. This was fun. I feel like this went better than I was expecting it to. I was very nervous. I was really nervous, guys. I get scared. Okay. This is only number three for me. So yeah, you did great. Oh, sweet. Yeah, it's also nice because we were in like a nice environment. Yeah, it's pretty cozy. Yeah, not very busy. Ha ha. Busy. Anyways, okay. Okay, bye. Bye.